Welcome to Oh! A Podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games. Brought to you by O-Rock Studios. I'm Paul Franzen, the head boy of O-Rock. And I'm Michael Gray, the head writer of O-Rock. How's it going, Michael? Oh man, it is going very terribly. So, oh. <laughs> I, no. went, I went to get pizza today um, yeah. because we're recording at 12 and the, the pizza place opens at 11. So I went there and the person told me, oh, sorry, we we open at 11, but the buffet doesn't start until 11.30. No, what? Like, who's walking into a pizza place and not trying to get the buffet? I don't, I don't understand oh, that. That's messed up. Oh, I'm so sorry. Does, did, so did you just starve? Was there no lunch? Yeah, I just starved to death. No, no pizzas. Oh. I'll go back in like a couple of weeks when our new game, The Pizza Delivery Boy, who saved <laughs> the world is uh being released yeah big news pizza delivery will you save the world it's coming out in like like a week and a half two weeks something like that i can't do math it um yeah it's september the 6th it's almost Next here saturday no it's like oh, a it's the sixth. yeah it's like a thursday. thursday yeah okay so that makes seven eight nine ten days i guess but hey, podcast I isn't coming out today so <laughs> who knows well it's coming. It's coming soon. Uh, if you haven't already, you can add it to your wish list. Um, I also set up this weird uh, Facebook event thing, uh, basically as a reminder for people that the game's coming out. Like you can say you're going to the event, and then you'll get a little notification on Facebook when the game's out. Um, so far, there's seven people going to the event, so I'm not sure it was a rousing success, but it was fun to try. Well, uh, you need you need to say that you can uh, pre-order. No. No. What's a pizza terminology? It's like <laughs> put in your orders now. <laughs> I think I actually thought that way of, you yeah. can take away the pizza um, on time. I don't know. Maybe I should have turned pre-orders on on Steam. That probably would have helped. I wonder if that's a thing you can do. I feel like it is. Can you pre-order pizza? I don't think so. Oh, actually, so I, there's some pizza restaurant that we've ordered online before, and we can like set a specific day and time that we want the pizza to be ready by. I don't know how well it works, but it's oh yeah, a yeah, yeah, we yeah. yeah, we get those. That's that's online ordering. Um, <laughs> at my pizza place, it doesn't work well. Basically, what happens is when somebody does an online order, uh, the printer at the store just goes beep, 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 beep. It takes your money, but the printer at the store goes beep, 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 and it prints out the receipt. And then somebody has to grab the receipt and manually put the order into the computer. Really. Really? Like it, it doesn't, like, the website doesn't connect to the computer? <laughs> I guess not. It connects to the computer in that it takes your money and sends the order yeah. to the store, but somebody <laughs> at the store has to physically put that in, otherwise your pizza will not get made. And, you know, sometimes during busy hours, there's a bit of a backup, because, you know, the two or three people who are manning the phones are also in charge of putting in online orders. So it's like, well, if you get too many online orders coming in when you're getting phone calls... Because you can't unput both at once. Sometimes there's just a huge backup, and it takes forever. <laughs> I, I always kind of wonder about online reservation stuff like that. Like I, um, we want to build a, a fence in our yard, right? We 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 just got a new puppy, 
a uh, little little golden retriever pup, and we want to get a fence installed for him to run around. So I made a reservation on Home Depot to get an estimate uh, for what this fence might cost. Uh, and they they were it was such a helpful website. Like they let me you know pick a specific time and date that they would come and 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 check us out. Like they had weekend slots available, which is huge, and everything went so so smoothly um, until the weekend, and they didn't actually come. They didn't call. They didn't show up. Nothing. There was no, like, I could have just, like, <laughs> just wished for them to come and it would have had the same result as as putting the reservation into the website. That's unfortunate. <laughs> um, I know Taco Bell does it pretty well. Uh, I, I, I think that's a weird thing to mention. But with Taco Bell, you know, the order actually goes into their system. They, I think they might have upgraded it because previously they weren't able to see my name. They just saw that it's an online order. Somebody put in an online order <laughs> and it said to make it at this time. So they did. And it's like, oh, that works great. But wait, they have wait. no idea who put in the order. So they just shouted uh, mobile order, online order. And, and I, I was on time, fortunately. So I'm like, yeah, that's me. Taco Bell has online ordering. <laughs> Yes. Isn't it, isn't it just fast food anyway? <laughs> How much faster can it get? It it allows me to like, you know, you know, figure out what my order is ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that that's, way I don't that's need the legit. guy who stands at the store. It's like, "Ooh, do I want to do but what combo can I do to get the most no, food?" No. That is money? so legit. Like I don't know if it's just the Taco Bell around here, but that menu is intimidating. There's like 800 things on there. Every time I go, I only I usually just order like the three taco combo or whatever. But I go there and I st- I sit there for like five minutes, just like eyes agape, wondering what I'm even looking at. There's so much stuff going on on that menu. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's a good point. Online ordering would help with that. Hmm. Anyway. So over the weekend, um, or I mean this past week, I found out, you know, that Chicago-style pizza and New York-style pizzas are like a thing? Yes. I. So you, you live in New York, right? Do they yeah. make New York-style pizzas in New York? Um, not in my... I don't really live in New York. I live in the fake part of New York. I mean, when you think of New York, you think of the city, and I'm, I'm like, basically as far from the city as you are, honestly. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but New York style, that's like super thin, kind of burnt almost crust, right? Is that what, mm-hmm. is that what, yeah, yeah and then, yeah. I was going to say that um, we don't use those terms out here in the West Coast. <laughs> I, I work for a West Coast chain, and we, we call them pan pizzas and skinnies, because one gets cooked in the pan, and the other is skinny. <laughs> so okay, oh, interesting, we, yeah. We don't have any, you know, like, eggs in the basket, or whatever that phrases when it comes to the new york chicago rivalry <laughs> i uh, i don't know i'm i probably shouldn't say this but i'm kind of into deep dish even though i'm from the east coast i, I was gonna it's like i don't know on the, on the car ride i'm like okay well i could explain how these pizzas are made because they're both kind of equally awful to make <laughs> but in different ways sure sure so um the the deep dish one um or the pan pizza, whatever you want to call it. That's just kind of a pain to make because you have to use a a different combination of dough in order for it to work. Rather than using your normal dough, you, you, you have to make like this thick dough. And it takes like about 45 minutes in our, to an hour to set. So basically you just have to oh, wait wow. for the dough to rise. So it, it's usually not that big a deal. But, you know, the one time somebody ordered like, um, you know, 
a pan pizza, you know, during the first 15 minutes the store was open, and we're like, crap, it hasn't risen yet. <laughs> we, we it's, it's, it's like there's no way we're going to be able to get her pan pizza, you know, hmm. finished within a half hour because the dough needed to rise. Yeah, so it's difficult because you kind of have to run it through the oven twice because, okay, yeah. um, you know, it's it's thicker pizza. But with the skinnies, it's the opposite. You kind of have to run it through the oven half as much or half as long because it's skinnier. And it's, it's just kind of a pain if you've... I mean, it's fine if that's like the only thing you're cooking. But, you know, usually what happens is it's the middle of the night and they're running like six pizzas through at once. And so you kind of have to, you know, shove your way through the line, mm-hmm, put, the, mm-hmm. put the skinny pizza in through the side if there's a big enough gap, which there never is. <laughs> And uh, run the pan through thing twice. Well, I'm I'm seeing some potential for a sequel to Pizza Boy here because we didn't even get into Chicago versus New York style. That doesn't even come up in the whole game. I didn't I th- even know that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, around here, my part of New York, we just have like normal pizza. <laughs> whatever, whatever normal pizza is, not not thick, not thin, just like regular. Like if we want deep dish, we have to go to like Little Caesars. <laughs> I think they're the ones who have it around here. Yeah, well, the way, I mean, you've just got to have, like, it's easier if you just have a dedicated uh, oven that's, you know, just for deep dish or sure. just for the, for the other kind. I was going to say um, rolling the dough, which is something I would like. Normally, I would only roll dough while I was closing. We take all the dough that was left over. This is a big secret. All the dough that wasn't used. We just kind of <laughs> throw it all together and punch it all together and roll it into, uh, like, one inch thick. And just put it in a bag so it can be recycled for the next day. I really was hoping that that you were that story was going to end with you making a super pizza. Like we take no, all the dough no. and make one gigantic pizza with it. Like ah, <laughs> uh, guess you need a really big oven for that. <laughs> we would probably it would be great, but no, no, no. They they, they <laughs> yeah, recycle yeah. the dough. It's very sad. Aww. I thought it was all one hundred percent fresh dough all the time, but like <laughs> oh. That would require, like, yeah, you don't oh. want to throw out a ton of dough every single day, though. That would be sad. That would be pretty wasteful, yeah. I guess other, pre- other places probably just freeze it, I-, I suppose. Super pizza. It's the way to go. I don't know if we could cook a, a large size. Mm, we could. It just requires special, you know, rolling out the dough in the back, but we could. The problem would be finding a, a plate to put it on, because you don't just like put the pizza uh, through the oven normally. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you, you've got a little like a pizza stone. Yeah, that's mm. pretty much exactly like it, except the uh, the ones you use in pizza places are, are metal, and the holes are like about in you know half an inch thick, and they're just all over the entire thing. And they get very disgusting very quickly. <laughs> Yeah, we we got our pizza stone uh, as um, I want to say it was a housewarming gift from my uh, parents-in-law, um, and we finally busted it out over the last few weeks making our own uh, pizza. We had we had some pizza experimentation, I'll say. Um, I think I think I I made you include references to mashed potato pizza in uh, in our game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got because we had it one time when we were living in New uh, several times, I should say, when we were living in New Haven and it was absolutely delicious. So so we attempted to make our own at home um, with a layer of mashed potato uh, between like mixed in kind of mixed in with the sauce on top of the sauce and under the cheese. Uh, and that came out very well. 
and then after that, uh, we harvested a lot of peaches from a pick your own place. So we made a, a peach pizza sauce and made pizza out of that. And that was also very good. I highly recommend it. Well, that's, um, that's all the pizza stories I have uh, for now. I was disappointed by the fact that I had, that I was not able to get pizza today. Mm. And, and, and then I forgot that New York and Chicago style pizzas are a thing. But anyway, so, yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah, we didn't go into crust at all in, in the game, <laughs> uh, did we? <laughs> no. Uh, we're, I, I, again, sequel, uh, we need to go deep dive into a stuffed crust, I think. Mm-hmm. Stuffed crust is very important to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our, our place, I mean, the place I was at, it never really did the, you know, the crust. So mm-hmm. just sort of we're told, okay, you need to paint the pizza all the way to the edge and that's it. We literally paint. use a, a paint thing. that You paint the pizza? Literally, they, they have the pizza dough, which is, you know, it's been rolled and it's in a circle, and you just dip a paintbrush into the <laughs> jar of tomato sauce and paint oh, the yeah. pizza I guess that over. would do it. I think we just spread the sauce with our hands when we made ours. Yeah, no, we, we, we use, we use a, a paintbrush because we are professionals. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you get a much more even coating that way. Like, we were having trouble with kind of getting blobs of sauce in there. The, we were having trouble breaking up the blobs. So I, mm-hmm. maybe a paintbrush would be would be a, a better tool. I can, yeah. I can believe that. <laughs> it's still kind of silly to think about painting. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm picturing you with, like, an artist's smock. Uh, just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. One of those paint palettes, but you just have, like, different kinds of sauce on it, and you're like, hmm, yes, this one, and then, <laughs> yeah, painting it all over the pizza. That sounds fun. I can't believe you ever left this job. Are you Are you go, Are you thinking about going back? Um, probably not. I'll, oh. be, I'll be busy making tons of money with uh, Orock Studios, so. Yes, definitely. That's definitely what's happening. I mean, yeah, Pizza Boy's coming out soon. Like I said, September the 6th. So uh, everyone should buy it so Michael doesn't have to go back to his pizza job. Yes, that, that would be nice. <laughs> okay, so any other big news in the world of Oarock Studios, or is that basically... That's, that's it for the big news. Um, I have littler news. Littler news. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's hear littler news. Uh, yeah, so uh, Internet Court. Um, it's moving very, very quickly now that uh, Pizza Boy's basically finished. Um, I've been able to dedicate more time to it, and I'm almost finished programming and editing all the footage for case number one. Uh, I have, like, a page and a half left to go, just the the final puzzle and the final scenes after the final puzzle. Um, and I'm sort of thinking, after I get this case wrapped up, uh, I know it's really early, but I sort of want to send it to testers already. Because um, I want to get I want to get feedback on, like, the interface, the the puzzle design, you know, all the all the stuff that's going into this game because I ha- I have never really made one like this before, and I want to make sure I'm not doing anything that's just like really bad or really inconvenient or really annoying. Um, I want to try to catch that stuff now rather than when I'm at the end of development uh, and have to redo the entire game instead of just redoing the one case. Um, yeah, makes sense. Uh, yeah. I think all the cases are basically the same length, except maybe the, yeah. the final case that's a little bit I longer. Think, I think the yeah, I think the fourth case is a little longer, but yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm going faster as as I go through the script. Uh, a lot of things really take a lot of time, but uh, I'm 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 sort of learning tricks to to kind of speed up the editing and coding process. Um, 
I was going to talk briefly about like, cause it sounds ridiculous that, that this, this is, this should take that long, right? Like it's just playing a bunch of video clips. Like I shouldn't be yeah. that much trouble. Briefly, um, like for each, each video that we show in the game, like it's not just the script doesn't just say, or the code doesn't just say play video. There's like over a dozen different lines of code for each specific video clip, like each individual person talking. Like, uh, I need to turn on, on and off different elements of the interface, like labels that show who's talking, uh, the placement of avatars on the screen. It changes with each clip. I need to sort of do all that stuff manually. Um, I need to be able to check whether the player has any strikes against them. Uh, and in certain cases, I have to check whether all of the characters have any strikes against them, because that's the thing that can happen. And then I need to be able to display those strikes, uh, the correct number of them. And display them in the correct spot and everything, because it can change from scene to scene, depending on who the active character talking is. <laughs> and then on top of that is the the captions that I've talked about before. Uh, each individual video clip can have up to, like, I think the max I saw was five different captions for one clip, depending on how long the person talks for. Um, so I need to time all of those to the dialogue itself to make sure everything lines up properly, so... You know, like I said, it's a lot more than just play video. There's there's a bazillion different things I have to do for each line. It's it's sort of ridiculous, but um, yeah, it's getting better. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, is there um, is there a shortcut? I know, like you can predefine um certain variables or, or something like that. Like that's how you basically told me for for Mermaid Mission Titanic. This is how mm -hmm. you get everybody to fly across the screen at once. I don't think I actually did that, but. You know, like, predefine something as super lawyer talk, and it's like, yeah. whenever you do super lawyer talk mode, three of the super lawyer talk things hop happen automatically, like, his, yeah, yeah. his subtitle shows up, or his screen gets a little bigger, or something, I don't know. I could, I could probably define a function for that. I mean, right now, there's been a lot of copying and pasting, which is, which is working okay. Um, the problem is, too, that even... Like, the things that happen when Super Lawyer is talking uh, can change depending on where you are in the case. Like, uh, specifically, this case starts, there are four different people on the on the call, right? But then halfway through the case, a fifth person joins the call. And when that fifth person joins the call, I have to reorganize <laughs> where all the windows appear and everything. So that means changing all the different avatars on the left-hand side of the screen, and then again changing where the strikes appear. So I sort of have to go back and redo all that, so it would have to be, like... I could create different functions for uh, Super Lawyer Case 1, Part 1, and then Super Lawyer Case 2, Part 2, and, and maybe that would help. Yeah. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot of goofy stuff with the interface that, that I'm, I'm, I'm sort of powering through, um, but it's getting better. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. It, it probably won't take me more than an, another year or so to finish it. <laughs> we'll see, depending on what the testers say. If they say I did everything really, really badly, then... Uh, First, I'll scream, and then I'll have to go back and redo it all. Well, I was going to say, like you said, that if you know, if you drop the uh, the video quality, then it looks like an old yeah, fashioned yeah, video game. <laughs> yeah, can't you add that? I know, like there are some um, uh... games in Renpy where it lets you adjust the the resolution of the screen. Mm, uh, that would wanna. be a fake way of doing that. 
but uh, yeah, well, I imagine the real way would be way too much work. Well, I think you can change the resolution, but it'll also change like this. Like the resolution is, I believe, at least in, if you're in windowed mode, the resolution is like inherently tied to how big the window is. So you can change the resolution, but it would just make the window tinier. It wouldn't make the window the same size, but worse looking. Interesting. I have no idea how they did it. Uh, yeah. The only game I've seen that does it is um, Aviary Attorney. That's yeah. it. Yeah, it has like seven different windows. Oh yeah, I mean that's definitely sizes, a thing that and I go. Yeah. What? How is that no, possible? That's absolutely a thing that like real computer game developers do. <laughs> like I'm, I'm still working on. You can play it in a window, or you can play it in full screen. I haven't quite gotten to. You can play at different resolutions yet, and that's. I think that's normally not something you worry too much about with visual novels, like uh, because I I believe the reason you generally want to be able to change the resolution is if the game isn't running very well on your computer. Like there's a lot of lag. You want to lower the resolution to so that the game the performance is a little better. Uh, but that's not usually an issue with visual novels because. And, like, a toaster could play these games. Like, they don't take up any resources. Yeah, I thought, um... Well, gee, I thought what they did, and maybe this is for uh, real games as well, is they basically just make the game at the highest possible resolution, and then the smaller resolutions are just downscaling it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, it's a, I, I'm, that's a thing we could do, it's just it's not something I've ever tried to do. Um... I mean that's just me guessing. So I don't, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how that would work with the video. Like I said, it might work if we're only looking at a full screen, uh, like full screen, full screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because if it's just a window, it'll just change the size of the window, and then that's it. Um, I don't know how that would affect the video quality. Um, the only the only idea I had for that was to redo every single video, and we're at like over two hundred video clips at this point at case one. So I'm not, like, anxious to go redo all of the videos so that we have two different options. <laughs> I, You know, I've got a video converter program, which could do that really easily, uh, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> that would still be a pain for you yeah. to send all of them to me. I don't think it even has that option anymore, never yeah. mind. Well, plus, I mean, the file type we use is weird, too, because we use WebM because it's a file type that you can use without paying royalties to anybody, unlike... Oh. <laughs> Other file types, it's it's an open source one that most of the software I use doesn't work with. I actually have to, um, I create the video in Vegas, and then I have to use a separate program to convert it to a file type that I'm legally able to use. So that, that's another sort of step in the, in this whole process. But um, Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Really? <laughs> but yeah, but but it's, it's sort of like, remember we talked before about one way we could have done the captions is just to do a set of videos that has captions and a set of videos that doesn't have captions. But then the problem with that is that you double the file size of the game. <laughs> it, would, it would be the same thing if we... I mean, it wouldn't quite double it because the file sizes of the lower smaller resolution ones, videos yeah. would be smaller. But, you know, it would still, like, add, like, half to the file size, probably. So, I don't know. In any case... I still I don't, don't know the difference between <laughs> making your game widescreen and full screen, so don't ask me. Like, yeah. sometimes when I've uh, run, like, a full screen game, they have, like, widescreen mode and not widescreen mode, so I don't know quite how they do that, but yeah. if it's not widescreen mode but still full screen, I think you get black bars on the left and right-hand side of the screen. Yeah. But I think what they do, I don't know which one is 
the native resolution, look at me using fancy terms here, <laughs> or if it's just the case that they just kind of stretch out the image an extra uh, inch or so uh, uh, to fit yeah. the screen. Well, that's what we do with um, Pizza Boy is that with Cat President, I just sort of disabled full screen by default because I didn't think it looked good. But then so many people complained about it that I did leave full screen mode in Pizza Boy. But I mean, it just stretches it out. It stretches the native resolution out to the size of your of your monitor. So, you know, it's not going to look great. <laughs> Everything's just going to be stretched. <laughs> but you can do it if you want. <laughs> I mean, I guess if I really wanted to, I could start trying to make these games at, you know, super, super high resolution. But the problem is a lot of our photographs aren't at super, super high resolution. Like, especially photographs that I get from other people, you know, they're not always going to be. 4,000 pixels wide or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's another, it would just be another hassle that I'm not sure is like worth the effort. It's the same thing like I was, I was getting to with um, having the, the F <laughs> the 1990s FMV filter for, for internet court. Like it's something that is probably doable, but it's so much effort for what I think would be not like a lot of gain. Yeah. Gosh, also I think the reason some of those uh, computer games have like the different modes is um I think these are games that are meant to be played on on multiple platforms. Sure. So, um talking about how we're the podcast about playing games and and <laughs> making games, I I played Puzzle Agent recently and it had a bunch of different settings, but it's kind of clear that game was made for um a touchscreen interface. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But uh, one of the modes was sort of like that. One would had black bars. Uh, you could pick your resolution on the PC version. So one had black bars on the side. Uh, one had black bars on the top, actually. So that's that's sort of how they did it to switch from... Because I recorded myself playing the game. So I was able to see it's like, oh, that's how they get widescreen mode is the game's in full screen. But for a widescreen mode, they just put two black bars on the top and the bottom. Yeah, I mean, it might be because, too, that it's a slightly older game. I want to say it came out in, like... 2010, yeah. 10? Oh, I was I was going to say 12. So, yeah, I mean, they, they might have made it at a time when widescreen monitors weren't super common. So they had to account for the fact that some people still had boxy square monitors instead. And so I guess the, it sounds like that was the default that they made it with. And then, yep. the, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I played that game recently, and it was okay. Have you played Puzzle Agent? I did, but I played it like closer to when it came out, like a, a while ago. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what I meant to do. I don't know why I never got around <laughs> to doing that. Has it been on your list for for eight years? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember liking it. Uh, I remember the puzzles weren't super annoying or frustrating for me. So, I, I, although there was probably, oh, there was gum, right? That was their hint coins. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, you get gum that you can chew that gives you hints. I am I suspect I made a uh, liberal use of, of the chewing gum. <laughs> Me too. There are some puzzles that definitely needed it. I think, um, I don't know. I don't I don't remember the game enough to, to, like, make an overall thing. But there are a couple of basic puzzles that reappeared over again, like a jigsaw puzzle. Mm-hmm. And, um... Uh, there were a couple of puzzles where it's like you could go to that character three times and get just three variations on the same puzzle. Okay. So like there was a bug sorting puzzle and there was like a bird carrying puzzle. <laughs> bug sorting. <laughs> yeah, you had to get you had, you had to, to sort put bugs. bugs in a cage. Uh, yeah, you had to make lines in the cage so like the the bugs were separated from each other and 
each bug had enough space. <laughs> something like that. So yeah, those were the rules. That sounds fun. It's fun. I was awful at those. I was awful, awful at that. I think I used a bunch of hints for that. Yeah. I'm surprised they had no, like, word puzzles. You know what surprises me? You know how many puzzles are in that game? How many puzzles are in that game? 37. That's probably why I liked it, too, because there weren't that many puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't, like, Professor Layton, the one I played, like, I don't think I finished it just because I was overwhelmed by the number of puzzles and I didn't enjoy them very much. <laughs> it's got, like, it, it, Layton's now, like, over 100 per yeah. game, I think, so. Yeah, I, I, I only whatever the time traveling elevator one i put that was the only one i played still mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was interesting number to go with because i think with the encyclopedia brown game if if we ever make it i think the script calls for like 30 no it calls for like 50 puzzles i went with like a round round number but mm-hmm. uh now i'm like ooh, wait I, I could make this game smaller and people wouldn't complain let's let's do that <laughs> i wouldn't complain <laughs> well, I'll have to change the script around to, uh, you know, get rid of different puzzles and such. Well, if, if you have, like, 50 ideas for puzzles, maybe we could just go with, like, the 38 best ones or something like that. Right, that's what I was going to do. Yeah, go yeah, with the yeah. 38 best ones. Yeah. But basically what I have now here is um, our two main characters investigate, uh, uh, you know, a sorority. They go to fraternity row, and so... It's like, okay, puzzle number 19 is just at the fraternity row, and, you know, puzzle 20 is, you know, sorority building 1, sorority building 2 is puzzle 21, and then sorority building 3 is puzzle 22. That's all my outline says, so it's like, we could very much, like, just leave out screens, I guess, <laughs> and save puzzles, but uh, overall, yeah, um, 50 puzzles overall. Let's see how many various puzzle ideas i have if i if i recall these are mostly like text-based puzzles too right yeah they're all like, text yeah puzzles. so i mean just from a programming perspective like that doesn't matter at all to me you can do 600 text-based puzzles <laughs> those don't take any time to code it's it's the ones where you have to click on stuff those are the ones that that take me forever um i was just thinking there's a uh just in case number one in uh internet court there I guess I guess you would call them puzzles. I mean, like it's like in Phoenix, right? Right? Uh, parts where you have to either present different pieces of evidence or compare two different pieces of evidence and find the contradiction, or just like present a specific thing on a piece of evidence. Anyway, um, the puzzles where I just have to call an image and the player has to click on something; those are super easy. Like if you just have to call up the character's uh, Facebook timeline and click on the thing that's weird about the timeline. That that takes not very much time. Interesting. But hmm. if you have to compare two different pieces of evidence, that's like a day of work. Because <laughs> well, I, have I to... think there's only one of those in the game. Right? There's a couple of them in this case, Michael. Oh no! <laughs> it's that was, my apologies. It was me trying to figure out what sort of puzzles there would be, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure <laughs> case number yeah. two has a completely different puzzle system. <laughs> Because that's way, mostly oh, text Oh, God. Puzzles. Is that going to be worse? Is the new puzzle system going to be worse? I don't know how many... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I'll, case number I'll two is sort of like a, a flashback case. Yeah, and so, yeah. <laughs> so, technically, because it's a flashback case and all, you know, this court trial has already gone on, so I think that's why it's mostly you selecting 
which of the two options is correct as opposed yeah, to like that's the good being stuff. the lawyer and physically <laughs> uh choosing it because yeah. you're watching an old case so <laughs> but yeah the, the problem with the with the comparing two pieces of evidence is one i have to make the interface that shows the two pieces of evidence in one uh at, at the same time and then i have to be able to click between the two pieces of evidence so you can switch between them to select different stuff uh, and then I have to program it so that if you select a piece of evidence on the first screen, that it stays highlighted. If you click in the second screen, it's like all this stuff that I don't have to worry about or pay attention to if it's just click a thing on one screen. Um, I think, I mean, I think it works well. I think it, it, I think it, it's a, it's a, they're good challenging puzzles. It's just when I'm kind of in the weeds coding it, I'm like, oh my gosh, is this ever going to end? Why are there so, I have 11 variables for this one screen and then six on the other. I hate That's everything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. It's because I'm not a programmer. <laughs> and I'm just pretending I... to be one. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh... Oh, yeah, no, I, I sent my Encyclopedia Brown um, style game. Basically, I went through chapter number one and basically just wrote and programmed it. Just a very basic version to see, hey, does this interface work? Yeah, I yeah. think you and I, uh, you know, I emailed you and it's like, the interface should look like this. I'm like, yeah, that's sort of what I'm thinking about. And then we both yeah. decided, great, let's not program it now. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. We have, uh, we have, we have too many projects we're working on right now. No, but, um, right. Cause you wanted to have like, uh, like a glossary or an, uh, an almanac. Is that what you called it? Or yeah, almanac glossary, whatever we decide to call this character. I, yeah. I said almanac because like almanac. Andy, almanac does that Andy. make sense as an encyclopedia <laughs> brown parody? I I, I had a know. I had a really good name that I'm ninety percent sure we legally could not use, but I was thinking like Wikipedia Jones or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> which I think would be very funny, but I don't know if I, I suspect we could not legally put the name Wikipedia in a, in the title of the game. But yeah, so you wanted to have like a, a glossary or whatever with um, pages that you could leaf through that has like different factoids you can reference through the game. Yeah, and sort I, of like that. So, yeah. uh, you know, I programmed the first chapter basically as a very much a test version to see does this work. And I, I mm -hmm. sent it out to my, uh, my my puzzle crew on August seventh. <laughs> <laughs> None of them have responded, so oh. <laughs> it's it's okay. I, I mean, I imagine um, at some point I'll go back to them, but I'm not writing this game. I'm not working on the game, so yeah. We um should we should we get into this? We decided to kind of switch gears a bit. Um, we're still working on Internet Court, but the other sort of main project is going to be Cat President Two. We're we're starting that right now. Michael's already uh, working on the script, right for uh, for one of the pathways. I am, and it's awful, and I'm sorry I haven't. Oh been... no! It took me forever to write uh, <laughs> chapter. It's nine. awful. I don't want it to be and awful. Go back eight... and make it good. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm having an awful time writing it. Uh, yeah, let's go oh, with that. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry Just to hear that. With time and stuff, so but now that uh, you know it's September and school started again, I get to have a new different schedule, and so hopefully, yeah. writing will actually work and go more quickly. But my hope is by the end of today, I'll get through my backlog of, I mean, not only this but other stuff I'm doing. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, finish finish this pathway. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm I mean I'm super excited. Like we already did a lot of brainstorming we have the all the the six different characters that you can play with in this game we have their names we sort of uh were uh, I mean, michael did most of the the writing stuff but we came up with uh outlines for them all too so it's i mean the characters are all really exciting like i think they're all really cool <laughs> i think we got some good cats in this game 
<laughs> Good cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see if it works. Um, like I said, I've got the first pathway. I'm on chapter number nine. I hope that by the end of today, I'll I'll have it yeah. finished and write the endings and send it to the. I'll, I'll send it back to you. Um, I think we did an up. I did an updated version of the intro slash general outline as well. Yeah, that that sounds that sounds great. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe so. Everybody in the first game thought the main character was a cat. Yeah, there were so like so many let's plays I was watching. Let's uh, I'll, I'll say, and they would go to type in the character's name at that part in the beginning, where it's like, "What's my name again?" And I'll, at least half the let's players would then be like, "Oh, I thought I was a cat," and like then then they're playing through the game as a human named like Mister Cuddlesworth or whatever, or Ms. Cuddlesworth, or 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 the, a lot of people thought they were Lizzie also. <laughs> oh wow. So I, I and I, I as that's why I had to I pushed through an update on the Steam version that that says previously it had said uh, it was like please enter the perfect name for our heroine so yeah. I tweaked it to enter the perfect name for our human heroine which is extremely extremely clunky but at least people were able to figure it out then that you're a person not a cat. Gosh, it should be relatively easy in this version because she goes on to say, hey, I'm a driver for uh, Muber, the Muber. cat lift service, because <laughs> cats can't drive cars. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a good point. Okay, so maybe we don't need to put the human part in it this time. Okay. Yeah, but then that comes after the person picks their name. That's literally like two lines after the character, oh, man. the player picks the name. So I'm like, darn it, is there a way to move it forward? Uh, I don't know. Or some sort of context we can add to the, the, the very beginning of the game to make it clear that you're a human. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Not off the top of my head. Yeah. Oh, in any case, I'll send it yeah. send it off to you, and we we can uh, figure it out. Like like I said, that's that's my next um main thing, and I think the only other big news is, gosh, Pride and Prejudice. Uh, the Courting of Miss Bennett, a Pride and Prejudice tale, which is yeah. a game I did for uh hosted games. Uh, I, you know, I got the sales records back, and it's like, I'm going to have to write a sequel now. <laughs> Michael is officially retiring from O-Rock Studios, it no, sounds like. No, <laughs> no, because I'm just trapped with writing everything now. Uh, oh, poor Michael. Ah, it's okay. But uh -huh. um, because I'm going to be writing everything now, it's like, I will eventually, at some point, um, write up ideas for games and basically just contact a choice of games and... um send something to them you know send them more pitches basically and sure sure see if they like me <laughs> uh yeah i've got a couple of ideas um for for pride and prejudice sequels there seems to be like two ways you can go with that or, or maybe three one is basically um you do like the next generation so what happens to the character's kids okay um, yeah Another one is basically just like your standard sequel. Of, okay, what happens to these characters afterwards? After they they um, you know get married and you know have drama and so on. And then option number three is basically pick one of the uh, characters from the book which um, that are sort of overlooked. Like there are five girls in the family, and uh, three of them are married by the end of the book, and two of them are mostly just ignored. <laughs> so there's there's a lot of sequels that go into them and some sure. of the other background characters. Feels weird to call them background characters, but well, were you still thinking about doing uh, Sense and Sensibilities too? Yep, that's another yeah. Uh, yeah. option. I've never read Sense and Sensibilities, so I don't know. <laughs> I guess that would be an important first step. <laughs> another one option, I guess, would be doing the the male version of the game, which mm -hmm. uh, you know Diane and I kicked around the idea of doing it, but we we didn't get around to it um, because that would have basically doubled the length of the game yeah right right 
So there's going to be options. It's like, okay, well, I've got a couple different ways I could take a sequel, or I could mm-hmm. do a very similar project with a similar book. I wonder if you could do a, a poll or a, a post or whatever on the Choice of Games forums, because I know they have a pretty active uh, forum there. Maybe mm-hmm. you could do a post there and be like, what are you guys most interested in? Yeah. I, I wonder if maybe that, would, maybe that would help. Mm-hmm. Or it's just what you feel like writing the most. All right, so I believe we have some uh, user yeah. questions. Yeah. Oh, I, I had one more thing I wanted to talk about uh, briefly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I did release, uh, I sort of released a game last month. Um, the the PC version of Life in the Dorms finally technically exists <laughs> on Steam. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, Life in the Dorms is a game that, uh, it was it was basically my, my first little project, my little, my, my baby. It was a game that I wrote and designed. Gosh, I think it came out. 2011 2012 somewhere around there is like the first major or first game of any kind that i worked on um but it was released on xbox live indie games uh and since then xbox live indie games has ceased to exist um so until very very recently there was no way that anyone could play this game there wasn't any way for me personally to share this game with people it just it ceased to exist it was no longer a thing um we were a, we passed Steam Greenlight several years ago, and and ever since then I had been trying. I had been working with the programmer to try to get like a P, like a a true PC version, like a point and click conversion of this game uh, out, and just nothing, <laughs> just nothing, man. It just it it was there was no there wasn't enough enthusiasm, interest for the project to really get it off the ground. So I finally just kind of gave up and posted. Uh, the original Xbox version on Steam uh, for free. Um, so you you still have to have a controller in order to play it, uh, but you can play it. <laughs> Technically, you can play it now. Um, I don't know. I'm, I, <laughs> this is probably coming across. I'm not like very excited about this port. Um, I'm I'm delighted that it exists again and people can play it. Like I said, it's it's my baby. Um, but I wish it could have gone a different way. I think if we had been able to release it like. When it was originally greenlit, we might have actually been able to make some money off of it, but, you know, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. Now people can play it, so go play it. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, you said, um, gosh, I don't know anything about Xbox, so you just just plug the controller into your computer and it should work? Yeah, so It's got a USB port? (laughs) Yeah, so uh, definitely with Xbox 360. I I don't have an Xbox One, so I don't know, I can't speak to anything about that. But the Xbox 360 wired controller is just a USB controller, and you can plug it right into your computer and and use it. Um, I suspect you can use other types of controllers with this game, but I don't have any others. Or I guess I have a PS4 and PS3 I could test, but but anyway, uh, definitely works with Xbox. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just plug the controller in, and it and it and it does its thing. Yeah, I'm I'm looking for uh, Xbox wired controller. It looks like some of them might might work and then some of them might not i'm not sure yeah i mean i've used it for other games on steam too like it works with basically any game that requires controller input like i played castle crashers on on steam with uh, with my xbox 360 controller it actually works with our visual novels too if you can believe it our visual novels technically have controller support <laughs> like you can use the joystick to select options and press a to click on them that sounds amazing yeah yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know that I would play them that way. I don't know that it would be the best way to play them, but you can if you really want to. 
but yeah, life in the dorms exists now. Uh, and, and and Michael helped uh, test test it for me too, just to make sure it actually ran on other people's computers, which which I appreciate. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel bad because there's there's like it's literally impossible for me to edit the code. So if anyone finds any problems with the game, like, oh well, <laughs> it is what it is. You you know you didn't pay anything for it. It would not be the first game to have like a great game breaking <laughs> bug in it. So yeah, I mean, I, I tested it a lot on my computer, like, um, and and I had other people try to run it on theirs on different operating systems just to make sure you could turn it on. And and so far, so good. Um, I will say that it is not. <laughs> this is so stupid, but it's not the final final build that we released on Xbox because the final final build that the programmer sent me did have game breaking glitches in it. Which I believe were added post release because the version that you play on Xbox is fine, but but the version I received was not fine. So this version actually is is like one build older. So there are a couple things in it, like one there's a like for example, there's a character's hair that it's that it's a different color than in the than in the Xbox version. Like tiny stuff like that. There's a typo in a line of dialogue that I don't that I'm 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 annoyed about, but but yeah, it's so much about this is not ideal, but I really wanted this game to still exist, and now it does. Anyway, uh, we have some listener questions if we want to talk about that for a little bit. All right. Maybe that'll be... <laughs> I don't want to end this on, <laughs> on such a kind of morose note. <laughs> um, so this, this question comes to us from Eric Bell on Twitter, and he wants to know, if you had to choose... Between, this is a really relevant question, by the way. If you had to choose between not eating tacos for the rest of your life or not eating pizza, which would you choose and why? And Michael, I'm going to give you a chance to respond, but the answer is obviously tacos. I would give up tacos in a heartbeat. Pizza is a necessity, like like oxygen pizza. <laughs> uh, tacos are just food, but but go ahead. I will go with tacos as well, because you can have burritos, which are similar enough to tacos. Um, I don't think there's anything that's similar enough to pizza. People say flatbreads or sabatas are similar enough to pizza. Um, I forget what the weird style of pizza is, which is basically just a giant pizza burrito. But um, I don't think there's anything that's that close enough to pizza, um, which is similar to how close uh, tacos and burritos are. Yeah. Oh, in a in a heartbeat, I would wipe tacos off the face of the earth if it, if it meant that or pizza. Like it's not even a question. Um, and we have a, a another question uh, from Elizabeth Pfeffer, uh, and she would like to know: Are there any books you would like to see made as games? And have you ever walked out of a movie you were watching? I have no idea. Um. Because I only read awful, like, 1980s books I've been reading. Uh, let's go well, with... I, I, let's Pride go and with, Prejudice. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go with um, Charlotte Temple. That would be a, a book I would not mind making into a game. I don't think anybody would be interested in it, but it's sort of like... <laughs> Lemony Snicket meets Breaking Bad. That's how I describe it. It's, uh, it was written in the late 1700s. It's basically about a woman whose um, life just goes from bad to worse, and so many awful things happen to her, and she just ends up dying alone in childbirth in a basement somewhere in Boston. Oh. It's, Spoiler it's, alert. 
Yeah, sorry. It doesn't <laughs> no, have a happy it's... ending. There's a happy ending with the sequel. Her daughter grows up and does cool things. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I, I didn't really. I, I, I mean, I had no answer for this. I was just going to say I'd, I'd like to see better games based on Animorphs and Harry Potter, but. <laughs> I'm really kind of sad that Harry Potter, um, the video game series, because it started out like being book adaptations, right? But then it became... Yeah, but then the movies came out. (laughs) Yeah, then it just became movie tie-ins, and then it immediately stopped when the movies stopped, and so it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, they could have done what Dragon Ball Z does and just franchise it, and so like every one to two years you get a new game. Yeah. And, you know, they could have done like different styles of game rather than always just um you know the same one each time well there was there was some weird like mobile game that came out this year did you see anything about that that's right yeah there was so that's like the first yeah. harry potter game in forever it's not based yeah. on any of the books so yeah and it's and it's sort of a uh, visual novel-esque but i think it's also very very much a mobile game where you have to sit and wait for hours and days on end before you can do anything Oh yeah, no, you have to uh, wait for your magic energy to refuel, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. so to speak. And All right. <laughs> so you you have like twenty blobs of magic energy. That's the max, and it takes five minutes for you to get one blob. And it's like, oh, this challenge requires you to uh, requires thirty blobs of energy. So you have to <sighs> use up all your energy, then sit and wait for it to refill. And the worst thing is they have a time limit on it, too. So it's like you have one day to complete this challenge. Otherwise, it's an, uh, an automatic fail. And you literally have to spend, I don't know, like 20 minutes um, waiting. Yeah, I, I, I sometimes get asked why, why I or we or whatever don't, don't make apps. And the thing is, I hate apps. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like them. I don't like any of this sit and wait nonsense or or pay so you pay more so you can play the game now or wait until you play the game. I just well, plus the one time we tried to release uh, a Francie Drew game on Android, it sold it sold three copies. So Mm, sad. Um, Also, so the other question, uh, have you ever walked out of a movie? Not really. I haven't really seen any movies this year. The two movies Mm. I've seen this year are Lego Flash (laughs) And uh, Murder, She Baked, which is a Hallmark movie. So, um... Murder, She Baked? Yep. What is Murder, She Baked? It's, um... I I did a book review on the the book. Somebody, you know, uh, commissioned me to do a book review for it. So I'm like, oh, they made a movie based on it uh, for Hallmark. And it stars one of the people who was on a, a soap opera I saw. So I'm like, hey, why not? It's basically, um... Uh, the main character works at a, a bakery and she solves a murder mystery. That's that's where the title comes from. It's it's really, that's that's all it is. That's all there is to it. And sort of in this book series, I've seen this with a lot of, um, uh, well, maybe not a lot, but all these, like, you know, cozy mysteries. They like throwing recipes into the book. Like, they'll put the book on hold. It's like, here's a recipe for the thing the characters are eating. <laughs> that's hilarious. Are you going to include that in your cozy mystery? I did actually, yes. but it's more of a joke than anything else. So at the end, I have the stay-at-home dad recipes, and they're all like stupid oh. things. Like, oh, that's hilarious! All stupid three, like three-step things. It's like, oh, oh, here's my apology cake. It's like, okay, go to the store and buy a cake. Yes. Uh, write write somebody's name on top with frosting. Step three: pretend you made it yourself. I'm so happy right now. I love that. 
Oh, I, I, I can't make fun of your, your, your baking mysteries anyway, because I've definitely uh, watched the made-for-TV film of uh, Garage Sale Mystery. <laughs> it's literally what it was called. Starring, um, uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, Aunt Becky from Full House. <laughs> and someone who uses her skills from going to garage sales to solve a mystery. So that's basically that's sort of what the cozy mystery genre is. <laughs> it's like applying your skills from X hobby to Y mystery. Yeah, it's basically yeah. well, generally it's like it's a woman and she's got some particular job. So whether she's a baker or um, you know she's a wedding planner or I guess a garage sale person. But uh, if you just look at the various titles of these different series, it's like they all seem to be based around a particular profession. Yeah. I've never, to get back to the question, I've ne- I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie, uh, but my brother did throw popcorn at the screen during Mr. Bean, so there's that. Garage sale, there are 15 movies, in, are these are all book? Are these movies there, or it's, books? It's based on a book series, I think there's a bunch of movies too, though. Okay. Oh my gosh, you're, I think there are 15 of these movies. <laughs> I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, yeah, films. Wow, this That's is amazing! Geez. I'm so behind on the on the on the garage sale mystery filmography. I've only seen the first one. Murder by text, murder most evil, <laughs> a case of murder, the Pandora's box. Yeah, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> oh man, I need to, I need to watch all of these. Wow, wait, this is like, is this even movies at this point? Like, this is clear. Like, this is a TV show. Like. Looking at the release date, August 5th, August 12th, August 19th, August 26th. Like, they come out one a week. Yeah, it clearly seems to be that. Um, Let's see. But I think they're, like, you know, they're not 20 or 40 minutes long. I think they're full-length-ish. They're, like, two hours long, yeah, Yeah. I think. Oh, my gosh. Well. That's a lot of garage sale mysteries. Uh, Yeah, I want to change my response. This is the book I want to turn into a video game now. Will they will they give us the uh, the rights to it? I feel like we are uniquely suited to make a mystery game about yard sales, right? You know the <laughs> mysteries, and I know the yard sales. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think that about does it for this month's episode. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at Argolfumpf, uh, spelled exactly as it sounds. You can check out all of our games on Steam or itch.io. Or just visit orock.com for the complete library. Our theme song is Dead Monster by March of the Danger Men. You can check them out on SoundCloud, our upcoming game. As we've talked about a bunch of times, as I've plugged a bunch of times, The Pizza Delivery Boy Who Saved the World. Coming out September 6th, a new visual novel about a time-traveling pizza boy uh, starring Michael and starring our friend uh, Victoria Budkey, who we heard from last month. So please check it out. I think you're going to like it. It's a good game. Uh, And finally, if you have any questions about game development or our game specifically, we would love to hear them. Email them to podcast at oarock.com. And Michael, is there anything you would like to add? Um, No. Thank you very much for uh, buying our games. We hope you enjoy uh, Pizza Delivery Boy. And, um, you know, I hope they don't cancel, like, the pizza buffet. So it'd be cool if you could eat pizza while playing the game, right? Yes. Oh, wait, that was something I was going to mention. Um, uh, Victoria, she's actually going to be streaming Pizza Boy uh, the evening of the release. 
Nice. Uh, she she had mentioned to me. So uh, if anyone wants to check out the game before or after buy, uh, no, after buying it, after buying it, if you want to check it out and hang out, um, I'm gonna try to to sit in the chat room if I can and maybe provide some behind the scenes uh, information about it. So, uh, yeah, check that well, out. Here's too. the weird thing. I just found. Yes. So there apparently are only like three books in in the garage sale series, but there are 15 movies. <laughs> In the garage sale series, so That's are very these weird. giant books, or are they just making things? Um, I guess because well, looking at the credits stories. on the Wikipedia page, like it lists the writer uh, Susie Susie Weinert, like it lists her, for and then in parentheses the books, yeah. book for for, for most of, of them. the movies, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I guess so, the other three were just not based off the book, so huh. Or at least she hmm. didn't come up with any of the idea. I yeah. don't know. Well, is it, is it like is it like Game of Thrones? She's gotten ahead of the TV show, in, or no? The TV show's gotten ahead of her. I mean, <laughs> I guess it must. I don't know if if it started in 2013 and she's only on book three by it's, now. It's been five years. Like, it started in 2013, and there's 15 movies. <laughs> this is great. That's a lot of movies. <laughs> oh man, I need to I need to get caught up. So I think we need to end this podcast now so I can go watch the remaining 14 movies that I haven't seen yet. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks for listening everyone. Bye. Bye. ridiculous amount of movies. <laughs>